Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day, a new opportunity to come to you, to draw and drink from you again, to learn from you, to receive from you your wisdom, your understanding, but also to get to know you more as a person so that we can work further on that relationship, strengthen it. And Father, we ask to enlighten our path this day as we reflect a little more on that relationship that you have had with us and you continue to have with us. <clears throat> we reflect on the covenants that you made with your people. We ask for your grace, Lord, the grace of understanding upon our lives this day. Father, we thank you that you draw us to yourself. For unless you draw us, we cannot come. And you have given us your spirit who makes all that you are teaching us real to us. Who gives us that understanding so that we are clear on what it is and how we can use it in our lives. The principles that come out of your word, your book of law. We thank you, Lord for your mercy that you renew for us every morning. And we thank you that you have loved us with an everlasting love. And this is that journey, that story of that everlasting love that you continue to pour upon us even this day, starting right from our ancestors from the beginning. We thank you, Father. And the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts this day, Lord. We want to share it all with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you personally and with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. And we ask that there be a quickening in their spirits this day, Lord. So that out of that quickening, your glory is revealed your truth is made plain, laid bare. It is your spirit that reveals that truth to each one and sets us free in the name of Jesus. So as we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name. The God of Abraham who always honors faith, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of covenants, the God of mercy, who never turned David away. The Holy One of Israel. The God of overflow and the God of miracles, the great I am. <clears throat> and we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who came to seal the covenant once and for all. The Lion of Judah, who leads us out in the day of battle, the rider on the white horse. The one who covers our head in the day of battle, the Lord, our redemption, the God of our salvation, our rock, our refuge. The Lord who heals. He is the way and he is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of the creator, the hand of that creator that turns every void and dark situation 
into one that is full of life, into one that has new form and new shape, the one that makes all things beautiful in his time. The spirit of Jesus who powered his ministry, the one who changes times and seasons and reveals the deep and secret things of the Father to us. The one who has now made his tabernacle within us, within our bodies, and he gives life to our mortal bodies. The one who quickens us in our spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit, the spirit of the most powerful force, the creator himself, to reside within each of us. So that it is your presence, Lord, that becomes our DNA. That becomes our breath of life. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word. That when we speak it, your written express word, in the name that is above all names, combined with your spirit who goes to work on that word, when we speak it out as commands, then you give us the perfect recipe for all kinds of miracles. And Jesus said, the one that believes will do all these things that I do and even more. He didn't draw any boundaries and any lines or limits there. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for that grace upon our life that you have blessed us with every physical provision, everything that we need in this life and every spiritual gift that we shall never be found lacking, that we shall never be found weak, but we shall live in abundance and stand in dominion. You give us your principles, your promises, your covenants that we can claim, that we can stand on. We thank you, Father. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus. We cover every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. And we plead that blood over every member of every family that is part of this prayer group and praying family. We declare it as our hedge of protection in the spirit. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. The ones that do the bidding of the voice of the word when we stand in faith and we speak that, when we herald that power in the word. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. In the name of Jesus, I declare divine exemption for this family, Lord, from any of these forms of wickedness. And I command angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we sent it, when we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Grant us the wisdom and understanding 
to use it correctly, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like to start a short series. It'll be a few parts, probably up to five parts. A short series on how God planned to partner with men right from the beginning of creation, from Genesis. In fact, the whole Bible is based on those partnerships which we call covenants that God made with men and upheld them. So we are going to focus on those covenants in this series. And it is in a way connected with and tied to the Friday Bible teaching that we receive as well. Where we are reflecting on authority. Here you have God giving you his word. He gave his word to certain people. And if we can claim those, find a way to claim them, then we can live within the outcomes that are promised within those covenants. So as we focus on covenants, hopefully that will help us better understand also our relationship with God. So to start with, what is a covenant? It is a relationship between two persons or parties. It is not a contract, but a mutual agreement, a promise to work together, maybe even symbiotically, if you might understand it that way. By virtue of the relationship between them, they work together. So it's sort of an obligation or a commitment, but without that written contract. <clears throat> Much like a husband and a wife. And that's the best example to give as well, because that's how God sees his relationship with us, his people. And the Bible references it that way as well. Throughout the New Testament, Jesus is called the bridegroom who made a covenant with his bride, the church, through his own blood. Now, covenants, as mentioned in the Bible, are not only personal. That is, between two persons. They can also be between two kings, between nations, between two parties. There are examples in the Old Testament as well where David and Jonathan had a covenant. That was covenant between persons. King Solomon and King Hiram of Tyre had a covenant. Where one did something for the other. So with that background now, let's look at the start. God placed Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And he sought a relationship with them while giving them dominion to rule on earth. So that looks like a covenant relationship. Though the Bible does not explicitly call it covenants, it says he blessed them in Genesis 1 verse 28. But later you see it in the case of Noah with whom you made a covenant, and with Abraham as well, when he made a covenant, it says he blessed them. In Genesis 12, 2, he said to Abraham, I will bless thee. So covenants, in essence, didn't start with Abraham. They actually started, not even with Noah, they actually started with Adam. 
And if you look closely, it is the same royal priesthood conferred to Adam and Eve. Yes, right to Adam and Eve that Apostle Peter later describes in 1 Peter 2.9 where he says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And you see that happening all throughout history in mankind in the Bible. Relationship with God. They, Adam and Eve had a relationship with God. Adam walked with God, communed with him in the shade of the trees. So that was priesthood. And God conferred dominion on them, Genesis 1.28. So that was kingship and royalty. But God's terms of the covenant to Adam were do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil as it would bring the curse of death. And man failed to adhere to this covenant. Yes, we failed in our very first covenant that God made with us. So he introduced the plan of redemption to repair what was broken in that covenant. A plan for salvation. He sought to make multiple covenants with men over time. But since man fell when that covenant was broken, God started to look for men who would uphold his covenants. And when they did, he called them faithful and blessed. In this series, I would like to touch on five Key covenants. There are various covenants that God entered into with where he partnered with the Bible records. He partnered with judges, with prophets, with kings. But there were five key covenants that stand out. So five turning points. And in this series, I'd like to touch on those five. Key because they are still valid. And they talk of blessings. And we can claim them through our faith. So these are the covenants he made with Noah, with Abraham, with Moses, with David. And then finally, the, the eternal covenant through Jesus with us all. To everyone that believes. And that is why Romans 9 and 10 is important. Because that's our mechanism to claim the benefit of that covenant. So it's important to know what God covenanted to us. And then how do we claim that? And you can use it in your personal prayer or when you're praying for others through intercession. Only when we are aware of what he has said, can we claim it. And I'll stop here for today, so that tomorrow we can then start with the covenant he made with Noah. But you'll see that there is a continuity in the story. You will see that there is a continuity of royal priesthood. And, you, and then when we start reflecting on the kind of blessings he speaks of, you'll see that there is a pattern there as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes and ears in the spirit are open to receive that understanding from you, Lord. So that when you reveal to us your truth, the hidden gems, 
that empowers us to take a step closer to abundance that you make available to us, to dominion that you have provided for us and you have kept those principles hidden only to be made available to those that come to you in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, we humble ourselves in surrender and we ask for that edification in our spirit that as we go through these covenants, Father, you teach us what you want us to know and how to use it in our place of prayer, Father. We ask for that edification in our spirit. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battled and that are facing uh, physical sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures. For all families that are embattled that are facing division and separation, Lord. That are living outside of this covenant without even knowing it. That it exists. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Especially that of poverty, of ignorance, of busyness, and most importantly, prayerlessness. The absence of our own personal level of priesthood that we are meant to carry with in our relationship with you. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making it a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, knowing that your Holy Spirit prays with us and on our behalf. That prayer made under an open heaven is an answered prayer. We believe, Lord, we have already received and we release our faith with that belief. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shara <laughs> Ofraste <laughs> 
Kiria, Shadalaraba, the Brosiatele, Stadalaraba. In and Daraska Froste, Braste, Kareke, Decatea. Shadarada, Laradabanda, Brasita, Brasato, In the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus, we release our faith, Lord, and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. Thank you, Lord. The scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from 1 John 4, verse 4. Little children, you are of God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> we have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Isaiah 49, verse 8, quoted from the NIV, which speaks of the restoration of Israel. And it is written, this is what the Lord says. In the time of my favor, I will answer you. And in the day of salvation, I will help you. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people. To restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a second scripture also that has been shared in the chat. This is from Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
if you are being blessed by these reflections as well as Brother Savio's reflections, the Friday Bible study sessions and the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, please share links for others to join on Zoom and YouTube and let them receive the same blessing that you have received. You can also share links to the recordings that are available on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Spotify podcast channel. So in case they can't make the various timings for different sessions, they can still catch up with the recordings. And the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank God, you, Russell. Bless God bless everyone. God bless everyone.